Welcome to the Rewilding Blueprint podcast. Your pit stop for unleashing your primal power. We're here to turbocharge your day, giving you the strategies to resurrect your lean, athletic body and a mindset forged in the furnace of life's challenges. Why? Because this isn't just about workouts. This is about reclaiming your natural born right to a life of vitality, success and unbreakable focus. My mission for you is simple. Absorb one game-changing piece of advice from each episode and put it into action today. Are you ready to abandon the stale gym air and tap into your primal roots? Let's get started. Welcome to the Wednesday Mindset Call, motherfuckers. I hope everyone's good. Um, and I'm really looking forward to getting into this one. It is going to be interesting. What we're going to be looking at is self-limiting beliefs. And I've been thinking about this like a fair bit lately around, you know, do I have any self-limiting beliefs? What are they? And what knock-on and, and what effect is that having? So anyone here? You know, do you guys think you have any self-limiting beliefs at all? Stick your hand up. 100% have them. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, every single person should have their fucking hand up right now um, is, is where I'm going with this. And I think this is the biggest thing that I really wanted to get into here. Every single person, every single person in the world, I believe anyway, will have a limiting belief around something and they will come from somewhere based on uh previous experiences or or what we think is achievable and when we look at having this ethos of capability so when we look at really being able to look at stuff and go you know what like i am capable of achieving that i can fucking do that if we really expand on that and then if you say, well, if there's something that I, I really feel I can't do, well, there's a self-limiting belief in there, right? If we're saying actually we are very capable individuals. And I think where we can spot these is in our narratives and something which really made me pay, you know, pay attention to one of my self-limiting beliefs was something that I'd, I'd always find myself saying. So I'd all, always be going, I'm not sure I've got time for that. I, 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 I don't know. I don't know if there's time to fit that in. And although sometimes that might be true, right? And, you know, pretty much everyone here on this call is busy. Like, let, let's be honest, nowadays, if you've got a job, right, you're probably pushed for time because that's the way the world works. So I'm not necessarily saying that these things aren't true because generally I am tight for time or maybe that is my self-limiting belief right kicking in but I think the real thing is here by just perpetuating that oh, I don't have time I don't have time I, I'm probably actually just shoot myself in the foot a lot of the time and it's this is the whole I'm just focusing on the fact that I don't have time and what really made me pay attention to this is when I found myself continually saying that to my two boys just going i don't i don't have time uh, right now mate or, or we might not have time for that and what really made me stop and think is is that 
how I want him to be seeing everything? Do I want him to be seeing everything as a rush and we've got to squeeze this in and we might not be able to do this? And, and that is what made me really stop and think, right? Am I just perpetuating something in my own head here? And if I could remove that thought of, what? I just don't have time, like, would life be better? And, you know, I think it, I think it would be. But hopefully that kind of resonated with someone or just, kind of you know got some cogs uh turning around what self-limiting beliefs like you may be having there in in your head um but i'll let ash uh take the lead nice all right well let's jump into a couple of caveats before we start is yeah i'm going to coach luke on that in the way that i coach um the difference is normally when i do a one-to-one coaching call with someone is that we're not recording it and live streaming it (laughs) so um uh, yeah, caveat is I don't know what's going to come up. Um, and what I invite you to do is the self-limiting belief me and Luke are going to work on is time. Think about what your self-limiting belief is. And I'm going to give you five drivers to help you think uh, about what yours might be. So if you can't think of one yet, uh, we have five drivers. Uh, please people, be perfect, be strong, hurry up, um, and uh, try hard. Okay, so I'm not going to spend ages jumping into what those are, but usually that's a little trigger for people to go, oh, yeah, yeah, like perfectionism was always my thing. I need to do everything perfectly. I also had had two drivers and also had to please people. So I always pulled myself from these two places if I have to get everything perfect, but also have to make sure I've made everyone happy. And so that always grounded me into this situation where I was stuck of like, well, how do I do that perfectly and make sure everyone's happy about it? Um, And so this one about uh, being on time or making time can fit into many of those different remits. And that's what we're going to dive into now and explore. Uh, One of the things we're going to do is probably touch on past. Mm -hmm. Uh, So what I'm going to ask you first is, is there anything off limits where you're going to go, actually, well, there's two ways to do this. Either you can just go, you know what, right now, I don't want to jump into that. Or you can kind of say, actually, for the sake of this call, I want to keep it focused on this. I think I'm pretty open here, mate. I'm yeah. happy to be an open book. Good. There's nothing that I can really think of that could come up yeah. like now that, that could be a real kick in the teeth. But if, if it does, then I'll, I'll flag it up. Yeah. Ultimately, you've got the reins over who watches this recording. And so we've got uh, four four witnesses that uh, one of them's my fiance, but the others we could, we could kill off if we need to. Right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so... Let's jump into that. And I just want to start by kind of really recognizing that thing as a parent as well, where you're thinking like, oh, I, I really need to do this. I really want mm. to give you my time. Mm. And so we've done a bit of talk about needs and wants before. So some of this will feel familiar, but there's also some new stuff we're going to jump into, which will be exciting. When you hear yourself saying that, so try and think of a recent example where like your boys come and said, Daddy, can you help me with this Lego or whatever it is? And and you've felt like, well, I can't do that right now. And then come up with your reason in your head. You you might give them a reason. Or you like if you're me, you sometimes say, uh, I'm just going to finish this message. Or I'm just going to do this. I'm mm-hmm. just going to do it. But there, there's a, a rationale that we don't always say out loud in our head, but we are aware of. Mm. Can you pick up on that? Yeah. And it will definitely be around the the biggest one here will be getting out the door 
yeah. in the morning to do to do the nursery run. Yeah. Like, and I think Monday is probably the biggest example of that because mm. on a Monday, I always try and fit in before I start work, um, a bit of fizz with Jen, yeah, and then a coffee nice. like before I start work, yeah, and all I see in my head when he's like oh can we just watch the next thing on cb but he's no right fucking can't yeah. right so it's like no the tv's got to go off so then that can be a battle yeah for the tv to turn off and then it's like you've got to put your shoes on uh-huh. and then that can be a battle then yeah. it's like you've got to put your coat on yeah. and that can be a battle and then you've got to put your helmet on to get yeah. on your scooter yeah. and then we go through the park and you want to stop and you want to look at this tree and yeah. then you want to go through this uh puddle 800 times right yeah, yeah. and for me, what happens in my head, and I can almost physically see it, is just every single one of them bits is just my day mm-hmm. rolling further and further to the right. Yeah. And my time physically becoming more and more and more and more compressed yeah, yeah. for doing what I'm trying to do, which mm. is, you know, it is essentially. I'm trying not to make this too client focused because it's going to change how I, I put stuff, but essentially build a, a profitable business that lets me look after my family in, in yeah. realistically a very small, and here we go again, here's, here's that, I'm, I'm going to say it, a you very could... small window, a very yeah. small time space. Yes, yes. Um, good awareness. But, but is it a very small time space? I, I don't know. Well, for the sake of this train of thought, let's stick with, with that it is, yeah. right? Is that for all of us, time is limited. Yeah. What I'm hearing is that there's, an incongruence there's a part of you which isn't genuine with what's happening okay. because if i said to you do you if if work was off the cards for a week yeah do you want to go out with rowan and go for an adventure through the woods jump through puddles climb trees and just generally generally explore and follow his lead what would you say i think it's really difficult to define almost what what is when you say works off the cards so so say you you'd booked a week's holiday got yeah 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 and, and like you know that like you've created such a successful business that everyone's checked in before you've so in this dream world you mm-hmm. you've ticked every single box before you go on that holiday you're taking 48 hours off and it's just to spend time with the family and how would that experience then of going through that walk be yeah, yeah, it, it would feel good, and I'd want to engage in that much more. Yeah, probably because those external pressures are yeah. removed. Right. right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So here's the controversial bit. Ready for the challenge, everyone? Is that external pressures are a choice? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying they don't exist, mm-hmm. and I also feel them. Yeah. But they're a choice for you to engage yeah. with. Yeah. And how we engage with time is. Or, or again we're not taught this but is a choice yeah okay um and so yes all those things that you scheduled are there and they exist and jumping in that puddle numerous times and taking an hour to put on your shoes and socks and and then realizing as you lock the door oh i need a poo and so you unlock the door like yeah when we've done all those what it comes down to is okay did i schedule enough time for that and so one of the things I'm always trying to do is, um, and and full disclosure in this is, I'm not saying this is the right way to do it, but I'm trying to find opportunities to scrape additional time. Mm. And so like uh, the CBB's parenting app, 
which mm. is on, on the telly. Mm. It's just the telly means, oh, I can claim back an extra half hour of, of admin time, right? I can put my daughter in front of the telly and then I can answer some emails while she does that. Now, the reality is I then notice some frustrations in me when she's asking, daddy, can you do this? Daddy, can you do that? Now, that's certainly not her fault. It's on, it's on me that I've tried to schedule in some extra work time in a time where I should have been committed to my child. Now, why why am I trying to do that? Okay, let's look at my ambitions. Let's look about my use of time. Where am I being time rich and where am I being time poor? Because I know we've had this conversation before about, well, why do I want to be in self-employed? Why did I want to create this mm. business? And I, I'm pretty certain that we can both agree. It's not because I want to work really hard and, and not have any hours left for me. So when we change our relationship with that, we can look at our old patterns. Okay, well, where's this pattern coming from for me? Mm-hmm. Where is this pattern of, well, actually, why am I getting frustrated? Why am I feeling kind of stressed for time? Where is that coming from? And it will come from somewhere. And these are our default patterns. We all have them. So to kind of check that in for everyone is that that thing that sparks frustration for you, sparks this kind of irritation or uh, kind of, a view that the outside situation is your problem is your old thinking because the power comes from inside. Like you could change this instantly. Once you get this, you will notice a sensation of a little bit of lightness, a little bit of like freedom of like, Oh fuck. Yeah. Yeah. I don't have to do it that way. And I don't think it's there yet. And that's okay. Mm-hmm. But we'll, we'll, we'll get there is, is let's look at, just look at that Monday morning. Mm-hmm. So you've done your business with Jen. Mm-hmm. You've had your coffee. Mm-hmm. Now, uh, if that first two hours, the first two hours of your work on a Monday, is it always the same or is it different? Little bit different, right. little bit different. Gen- generally the same themes, but okay. So if it was, let's say, something which was quite flexible, yeah. that you had a thirty-minute task and you had an hour to do it, mm-hmm. how would that Monday morning feel, knowing that okay, there's a bit of buffer space there? It, it would i think so this is an interesting question because actually i don't think it would change anything good okay. i don't i don't think it would because i want to i want to be at work right i want to be driving stuff forward i want to be maximizing my time here to make stuff better good and to and to and to push better stuff out so i think some sometimes actually the the frustration isn't around uh sort of having to do stuff probably the real frustration is around not being able to do more of what i want yeah and and again you know full disclosure like i i could realistically i could probably strip work back and i could probably work 20 hours a week right if i if i really wanted to yeah but that isn't what I want to do, yeah. right? And and probably when we talk about the frustration there, then actually that might be coming more from a place of, of guilt mm-hmm. because actually I want to go and fucking get on with work and do some really cool stuff uh-huh. and like and and you know churn out some great stuff and drive people forward. Mm. So there's this part of me. And then I think this, you use the word it that in, incongruence, yeah. right? I think I, I'm probably feeling like out of out of whack there, maybe where mm-hmm. 
I'm saying, ah, oh, I, I want to spend loads of time with you, buddy, and we're going to go on the yeah. scooter and go through puddles. But there's this other side of me. It's like, I just want to get on and do some fucking really good work mm. and some really cool shit. A hundred percent. Yeah. Right. And, and let's not make a judgment on that of good or bad. Just is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and so to make this platform fair is one of the things I had to work on in my own coaching was actually I really enjoy my work. Yeah. And sometimes I had to say to myself, I enjoy my work more than spending time with my daughter. Now, people won't say that out loud because yeah. it sounds wrong. And I'm saying that knowing that my partner's listening to that. Yeah, it's wrong. Yeah. <laughs> what I mean by saying that is that's coming from a place of full honesty with myself. Mm. Is that mm. there are times where I don't want to sit down and play Barbies again. Mm. Mm. If I, I really want to grow my business because that's exciting. Yeah. It doesn't mean I don't love my daughter. It doesn't mean I don't love playing with my daughter. Yeah. But it doesn't mean, okay, right now I've acknowledged that with myself. And you've just done that for you. If we're kind of going, actually, I really love my work. Yeah. And yeah. actually spending half an hour waiting for my kids to put their shoes on again and then to take the long route to the nursery <laughs> it is slowing me down from doing what I want to do. Yeah. That's okay to acknowledge that. Yeah. Because yeah. then once we're aware of that, we can turn up differently to it. Mate, I think that's a really interesting really interesting way to look at it and i think there's that like there is that sort of societal drive like like you say like I, i'll say actually I, there's times when i would rather work than spend time with my kid it, yeah. like it almost man, i don't think i've ever heard someone actually say that out loud right. right but i can guarantee you there's a lot of other people that will be thinking that but just won't won't fucking say it right and, and if it's not their kids it's coming home to the wife or the partner yeah it, it's uh going out to those family meals yeah of, of, for a lot of people partic particularly the cohort you create is ambitious entrepreneurs okay yeah yeah, yeah? yeah. Of, of people who want something yeah like so like that's their hobby that's their thing they're passionate about yeah to then go do what you just said these societal norms mm -hmm. of kind of Okay, well, we all go around Fred's house for a roast on a Sunday. Yeah, think, but Fred, <laughs> <right>. <laughs> yeah. it it becomes mundane because you've lost your autonomy. Autonomy, yeah, yeah, that's a big one. I, I think so. Something else that I probably struggle with around that then is, and I think can be hard to almost put together if if you say like, okay, great that you love doing this, and I really enjoy my work, but one of the big reasons. And one of my big whys, you know, and, and I was talking around this with someone the other day, actually, around the, the whole why thing. And yes, it's great to have a why. Why do I want to be doing this? You know, I, I could have just walked into a job in the mm. NHS, qualified physio, yeah, yeah. eight till four, like, like realistically, piece of piss job. Yeah. Right. Um, I, I could have done that. And I chose not to do that. And I, and I was saying to myself, well, you know, my one of my big whys, my big drivers there well, so I can still do the the nursery pickup and, and yeah. stuff. And so then almost to say on one side, my why is so I can go and do the nursery pickup, mm -hmm. but then also be saying, well, just put your shoes on, mate. Let's get out of the door. Let's stop dicking around and let's get stuff done. Yeah. Because I want to go and work. But the reason I want to work is so I can do the nursery run with you. Okay. It, there, there's like like I said, this, this, this disconnect here yes. around, yeah, okay, yeah. what's the real driver, right? What's the real... Well, I think you're really close and you're really onto something there is is what you're talking about is is that kind of... It, it is autonomy, right? Yeah. Of actually, I want to have 
time with my kids but in the morning I want to kind of like I've got this energy and I want to get out there and I want to use that and I want to do things that are exciting the other thing and I think we can all resonate and all connect with this is sometimes we get lost in our pursuit of what it is for work mm. of kind of saying yes to more things that pay really well or do really well help the business and lose the message of why we went back into this I listened to this on a podcast today and the guy says all right he's made his first um, million dollar business and he's looking to start up his second million dollar business and the guy says oh how come you're setting up your second million dollar business and, and he stops and he hadn't actually given that a thought. And he said, why did you set the first one? Oh, because I wanted more freedom and to spend time with my family. And he said, so how does making your second million dollar business help you with that? And he stopped and said, well, it doesn't. And- so, but this is so, I was chatting with someone about this the other day. Like I said, um, we were actually working out together, training together. And, and he was going, he was going, oh, I, I want to get into DJing. Um, I was like, cool, why? And he was like, because it'll be fun. I was like, all right, cool. Mm-hmm. Well, there's your why. Yeah. And he was like, oh, no, but you know, like really why? Why? And I'm like, mate, do you need to dig anymore? Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I, I don't think you do. You just said it's fun. Cool. Yeah. Fucking crack on then. Yeah. Like, and and I guess, you know, as you, or I definitely feel as I developed by doing what I do, you know, I, I'm seeing further down the, down the path and, and actually maybe what I want has changed as as I've developed, right? right? So is my why genuinely still the same? And I think that that could be a very difficult thing to really get into and, and admit is, mm. is, you know, is that motivator still the same? Yeah, good awareness. And we touched on that in the, in the weekly mindset channel, right? Uh, yeah. We're talking about stopping to celebrate and reflect. Mm of look back at that journey and go, wow, that's been a journey for me. Mm. But am I still going in the direction I want to go? Or am I still going in the direction I said I wanted to go? Yeah. Um, yeah. Because I know that happens for me all the time. Every maybe three months at the moment, I'm stopping and reflecting and going, wow, I did not expect to get here. Mm. The journey I've been on has really served me well, but now I'm on a new journey. And now I'm on a new journey. Yeah. So that's really, uh, that. that's a good point. Because like I say, I could... I've got further ahead than I thought I would in the right. time frame that, that I'm in. And there was some initial goals that I set myself that I was like, if I if I do here, if I get this done, then I'm I'm sorted. And I mean there's two parts of that that's kind of one was then as I've gone down the path, that the reality is what I've realized is the reality is is those goals that I had set actually wouldn't do. Mm-hmm. From a personal drive and from actually a, a place of realism. Yeah. So that that has changed, but also just the, the process of working towards those goals has changed me as an individual, right. which which now says, well, actually, I, I can see further now, right? Because I've taken those steps, I can now see further into what I what I want, what I want, what I want to achieve and, and what I want to see. And I you know, when we relate this back to that self-limiting belief of, of time, you know, there's no deny that there's a responsibility thing there as well, mm-hmm. I think. And and I expect this ties into your, uh, uh, the five drivers you spoke yeah, about yeah. at the start. There's definitely a responsibility thing there. 
where I feel like I'm shouldering an awful lot of responsibility right in several areas all at once yeah and it's good to talk through me and and I think probably almost an element of unfairness there as well yes. I, I look at and I'm like I'm I'm fucking doing all of this right yeah. it's yeah, yeah. like that that's, really? that's not fair right yeah, yeah 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 and what we then feel we can't voice is those yeah. words that's not fair yeah because we are conditioned to know what the response will be yeah right yeah but I, and I know that what served you really well last time you did a school was about commitment. Yeah. Is that yeah. I don't need to ask you this question because I know if I said, uh, like, what's your commitment to your kids? Like, you have an answer about serving them, about being supportive, about yeah. being an attentive dad, yeah. all of those things. What we sometimes get lost in, our old thinking doesn't serve us, mm. is by, well, I'm carrying all of these people, so I can't always carry those people. Mm. But actually, and I'm aware of time, so we won't deep dive into this now, but I'll leave you with that idea that we can we can turn up to that differently. Of yeah. Actually, whoever I'm facing at that moment, I'm serving really well, that's enough. Yeah. And that's how I operate. Of like right now, I am giving 100% of my attention to you, knowing like if I could take 10% of that away and start clicking some clogs, yeah. clicking some clogs, cogs yeah. in the yeah. background of what I've got to do yeah. next. Yeah. That doesn't serve anyone. Mm. And we waste mm. all of our time when we do that, when we think about what's next. And when we play the game by just turning up about what's now, we are amazed at how productive we are because how many people have been at that desk job or at that job where you've spent half an hour thinking about the things you need to do or half an hour. Like the reason that people who have like essays and assignments wait to the deadline is like, all right, now I'm doing it, like, yeah. and they push through it. We don't need three months to write that article, yeah. they needed three hours, right? Of, yeah, we can change how we interact with time, and I'm happy to have those conversations again and explore that. Yeah, but yeah, to bring that into self limiting beliefs, like you're exactly right, this is a, a really kind of good example and a good opportunity yeah. to look at that of, of self limiting beliefs are just things that hold us back. Your relationship with time is just something that's holding you back because yeah. um as far as i'm aware uh, they might creep out of the wood but now none of your clients feel like they're not served by you yeah, yeah i think you're incredibly attentive and yeah. quick to respond so yeah. i've always found that so that's not a criteria anyone's measuring you by that's a criteria you're measuring yourself by i think that was literally just a light bulb moment yeah. for me then mate. right we got that is 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 this ties into what you said right at the start around like you, you know, okay, yes, there are external pressures, but right. you're choosing, exactly well, you're choosing those external pressures. And I think that, that there almost that, that standard that I'm holding myself to is something that I'm choosing to, to hold myself to. Yeah. If, if I then combine that with almost being able to turn that on mm -hmm. at, sometimes and then be like right that's got 100 percent of my attention that's the standard i'm holding myself to here yeah and now i'm gonna turn that off and be present here and yeah. turn that on to yeah 100 yeah knowing full well and just al almost admitting to myself that that you know if that's going to be another big thing as well almost just admitting to myself that that work is actually really fucking important to me right 
work is really important to me and, and I, I fucking love it. Yeah. I do fucking love working. But I would also take that a step further because your work is about serving people. And, yeah. And and I, and I did the testimony people might have seen it. Like, I stand by those words mm. of that you are in people's corners. Mm. And mm. and maybe most people watching, listening, just don't know how many clients' corners you're in, right? Of like, But no one needs to know that because no one feels like, ah, oh, I'm only getting a tenth of Luke. Yeah. Like, like when you turn yeah. up, you turn up. Yeah. Um, and also to reiterate the good or bad thing of like if when your kids are here and you say right right now for the next half hour i'm really present with them this is what i'm doing yeah but actually this evening i've got an eight o'clock call yeah not sitting there and like if one of them's crying and struggling to sleep thinking like oh shit i should be there yeah of like you've had that conversation with jen like you've yeah. made that commitment right this is where i am at for the next yeah. hour but also know that when nine o'clock when that call shuts off that yeah my commitment is to turn back up yeah of like this not good or bad it's about kind of who you are and how you turn up yeah and to make that relevant for everyone else of this is an invite if you like for you to kind of change your game change it how you turn up to the game if you think that the problem you're facing is external and that you have no influence over it then ask yourself okay how am i holding myself back where is my self-limitation and and to phrase that of what that looks like for me i'm coaching luke and six months ago, I would not perceive that that would ever have been a possibility, right? Of like, and I could have held myself in that limiting place, but today I invited it, like, and like what, like an hour ago, I called Luke yeah, up yeah. and was like, "Can I, can I come around? I invited myself around," <laughs> and which is funny talking about kids because we tell our daughter this all the time: you can't invite yourself around your friend's house. <laughs> so, um, yeah uh it, the example is there to show you that you can change how you play the game if you want to change how you play the game awesome nice well i really enjoyed that so hope that hopefully there's some value in that i think we'll probably wrap up the call and then if people want to ask a question i'm happy to spend some time jumping into that cool i'll just say mate one thing to add in there if, if you were to you know encourage to or, or help people to look for those self-limiting beliefs. Mm. Like one, just, just so for myself, what I just noticed was I just always found myself going, it's not enough time for that. Yeah. And I just noticed that pattern. Is there anything else that you would encourage people to look for in themselves to spot those self-limiting beliefs? Yes, yeah, nice. Um, pissed off, frustrated, annoyed. Um, that thing where you got something in between your teeth when you're moaning about someone else, all of those are you holding yourself back. Those are all self-limiting beliefs that, well, I can't have that or that they can only make those decisions or I can't do that. So any of those statements, any absolutes, I can't, I haven't got the, um, there's not enough of this for me or uh, some people are rich and I will always be poor. If you notice any of those statements, they're probably coming from a self-limiting belief. And then it's time just sitting with that a bit, and and, and I guess just just well, rec well, one is recognizing yeah, like yeah, awareness. Yeah, yeah. Right? So there is a self limiting belief here somewhere that's that's stopping me yeah. from getting to where I actually could be. And so we all have blocks. I still have blocks. So in the coaching therapeutic world, a block is about uh, something that's not in your awareness. So the invite to this is just to open up your awareness, and for some people that can be massive on its own. And so that is step one and step one can be enough. 
step two is if I want to elevate this game, if I want more, okay, right, let's start having some conversations. And that doesn't have to be me, but I'll happily be that person. It could be Luke, or it can just be go out and find a coach. The reason coaching works is it makes you think differently. It makes you go, ah, why do I always do that? Um, And so, yeah, if you want to level that up, if you want to get more, and the fun thing of this is when you want more, you then raise the viewpoint and then you can see more and so you go, oh, I want more again. Um, And so, yeah, we won't jump into this now, but there's lots of reasons why we will have self-limiting beliefs and they're all really normal, but they don't have to be. Cool. That was awesome. Right. We will stop recording and take any quizzes.